car, walk around with a bar around neck. Hey. Mankind gotta deal with a new kind of mind. I'm a quick death rap and threat. Hey. Tell these fuzzy little weak car bunny babies back up again. Welcome everyone to Marvelous or the Death of Cinema episode whatever it is. We're talking about Venom. We're talking about that guy from Spider-Man. The 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 goop guy, the 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 gunk guy with the teeth and the tongue. Uh, the 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 one perverted women love to to fantasize about receiving just the the gnarliest cunnilingus of all time from. Uh, I don't think and, they and, I don't think they yeah. want to do that. I think it's mostly gay men that wear snapback uh, hats. Oh no! no. I remember People, when this movie came no. out. It was all it was all Nicole type women yeah. being horny for. I, I don't. I don't remember that at all. If it, it, it is. Oh, oh I'm, not I'm, somehow I'm peaking the recording. Cole, how are? Oh yeah, Andy's here. Andy's here. How are you this bad at knowing what white women are horny for? Isn't that like your whole no, job? No, dude. The 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 backlash to this movie. I'm still peeking the recording. Uh, the backlash to this movie was uh, was. That it wasn't scary enough because they that is true. You know, it came out in October. Of... It came out in October. All the all the posters were like were like the Venom face and then like you know spooky Friday the Thirteenth trees and so a bunch of wiggers that like that paused the domestic violence to go uh, to go take their girlfriend to see a horror movie got mad because now they're they're scared of they're not well, scared okay. Of, uh, they're not scared of like Jason, and they're gonna leave him now. Because... Yeah, no, they're mad because their girlfriends now want to fuck Venom and not them. Uh, that's Cole, you no. inadvertently bring up a good point, which is that like Stu usually likes to jump into the quick plot synopsis. We kind of can't do that. I don't think you can do that for this. Episode. Oh, I can do it. Well, you should. Yeah, it's it's the it's Venom, the Lethal Protector issues one through four, with all the Spider-Man parts taken out, and the the part <laughs> about there being like a like a homeless subterranean city underneath uh, underneath San Francisco taken out, and and uh, and Tom Hardy's character is like a is like a now this style like TikTok Vine journalist that gets canceled He's, because well he, he has makes a TV indie- show, so I I saw him as no like it was a, like it was an vice. internet show. Wasn't it? I think no, it, it was. was. A TV. It, it I was, think he's I mean, was, offered a no. TV show at the end, but like no, they they just say no. It's a TV show. He's on the TV, so he's so he gets canceled because of wokeness because he he offends the cultural sensibilities of Indian Elon Musk, who must have just like the craziest Twitter stands of all time. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny that we're recording this now, and the villain of this movie is Elon Musk. Anyway. Yeah. What I was going to say uh, is... So he, he offends the cultural sensibilities of Indian Elon Musk by not taking his shoes off and uh, <laughs> indoors. That's and, not what happens. And so, so, so he, 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 he is like, uh, I'm, I'm firing, I'm getting you fired from your, your, your woke Twitter job. Uh, and I also your girlfriend's canceled because she won't show me her Yeah, his girlfriend and, also and works for this guy yeah. as a... a PR flack and <laughs> anyway. He, hey, okay. Do you want, okay. Do you want me to actually attempt the, the concise? Plot yeah, I, I think we should talk about production stuff first. This is your podcast, Andy. So he gets a, so he gets, he, so they, they have an alien from Africa, from space, Africa, that, that, that comes down on a comet. <laughs> Are you kidding? How high did, how high did you get before we started recording? It's venom. So I assume very high. 
that comes down on a comet, and then the, he gets no. And, he comes down on a spaceship. Okay, all he right, comes okay. down on a on a comet, and then let me cook. Let me cook. Let me cook. No, no, you're burning and the meat. So chaotic. So 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 Tom Hardy like can't. Da- they they show it. He can't dance before. <laughs> Before the movie, but then he gets the goop in him, and he's like, "Oh, I can dance, you know. I can like do enough kung fu to impress Chinese women, uh, you know. I, I, I got he gets he gets he gets soul, you know. He gets some he gets some rhythm in his body, and then uh, and he starts yelling at his at his roommates because they they play their they play their rap music too loud, and then uh, he, he he becomes kind of like an he becomes kind of like an old head. You're just inventing a completely different movie for the sake of the bit. He becomes kind of like an old head where he like there's a montage of him. He's like, oh, I got to grill lobster. I got to grill leftovers. You know, I'm just gonna get into grilling. Uh, he gets a Bluetooth earpiece that allows him to talk to the black guy and his. In his soul, uh, the white woman that he's dating is like scared of him now, and she keeps trying to call the cops on him in public. Venom uh, is not black guy in his soul. That is whiter than Eddie Brock. Um, okay, is, all right, Venom is all right. POC. Cole, Cole, we that, we've got to put like a <laughs> limit. We've got to put like a limit on like how much THC, like your THC blood content when we yeah. record. Oh, I watched this movie mostly sober. I took. I took one dab hit at Jim's house. Jim's not going to appreciate that. Your, Look, shout out to Jim. Hi, Jim. Shout out to Jim. Hi, Jim. And uh, and then I got I got the munchies. Like like the munchies kicked in right after the movie end. Ended, no, but how high did you get before Chinese we started food. recording the episode? Oh, uh, good question. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say two. Okay. Pull, pull over. I'm getting in the driver's seat. You're too high. You're going 20 over the speed limit. You keep putting your turn signal on to for to go. Oh, dude, I can so. Do you ever (laughs) smoke weed and then try to drive? You're you're convinced that the like fucking rust beaten blue Impala that's like two cars behind us is a, is a, is a, is an unmarked cop car. Well, dude, one time, one time there was a cop. Okay, Stu, please, please, for the All love right, of I'm God, I'm in the driver's seat. Stu, Stu, can I? All right, I'll let Stu. No, Andy, this isn't your podcast. You're a guest here. Yeah, Andy, Andy, you're fired. I, I would just like to make a request. All right, Venom. Okay, I guess I'm Venom. Uh, opening can, you, few minutes. Up. All right, fine. All right, and please don't don't derail my concise plot summary try. until it's finished. Venom. Opening ten minutes. Big fucking spaceship crashes in the woods. It's sort of like Blob eighty eight or something. Um, the whole vibe is like vaguely like eighties. 50s like the eighties revival of fifties B movies when they did them like R rated and and with the half decent they, budgets they killed john uh, jameson jr in five minutes in the first five yeah minutes. Um, <laughs> that would actually i would love if sony because the, the the thing with i'm sorry i'm con- sorry continuing concise summary it, the concise plot summary will be concise if you can just hold your thoughts until the end Spaceship crashes. There's a bunch of goop monsters on it all in jars except one of them climbs inside of uh, a girl who rips her way out of an ambulance. Uh, c- 
cut to San Francisco. Eddie Brock, guy who's supposed to be from New York, is like a progressive vice journalist who like sticks it to the man and, and, and covers the stories that the man doesn't want you to know about, like Amazon labor abuses or whatever. Um, he's going after Indian Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, who is uh, a, a chemistry genius, all-purpose genius guy. Um, his girlfriend is a PR flack for uh, uh, Indian Elon Musk's company. He uh, goes into her emails, finds evidence of human experiments, and uh, gets her fired, gets himself fired, uh, time cut. He's uh, an alcoholic. His life's a mess. Tom Hardy is doing a very weird performance. And then he meets a scientist. He meets a girl, Mangala, who suddenly grew a conscience, who tells him about the goop experiments they're doing on the poor. That's when he gets venomed. And then the, the movie's just kind of a lot of like mid action scenes where he runs around doing it just like occasionally eating a guy and mostly just throwing them around. And then Indian Elon Musk gets venomed. They have a big, dumb mirror match. Uh, and then out of nowhere, Venom, who is a voice in his head, grows a conscience and is like, actually, I want to save the planet and I want you to get your girlfriend back. And then they um, win the boss fight and blow up the rocket ship before uh, bad guy Venom can go to his home planet and get more Venoms to take over the Earth. Uh, the end. It's 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 Iron Man for it's it's Iron Man for for people that get those like skeleton motorcycle guy T-shirts. Would you like to hear a more concise plot synopsis of this movie? Uh, sure. Go for it. Uh... It's that conversation back and forth for like two hours and it's great. <laughs> it's delightful. So, it's, the, it's it's Tom Hardy making those two voices. Tom Hardy is, is yeah. getting nutty with it. He's kind of like the only thing about the movie I liked. Um, he's carrying this fucking movie. So Miguel, there's a there's a Sonic the Hedgehog robot that has a son that's holding a sign saying "No fun allowed." And I want you to make that the episode <laughs> promo photo if you if you can. That's uh, not a bad idea. Miguel, because uh, uh, upload the episodes. Me and Stu oh, do. God damn it. All right, well, but I but I'm trying to make fun of Stu. You're bad at it. For, for what? Not liking a bad movie? <laughs> it's not a good it was movie. In, it was it's fun. It's I'm not on. even. It's not that fun. This I didn't is, have that much I, fun. I like having is. fun, and I didn't have that the, much fun. The buddy cop scenes are great. I will. Yes. I will give it to you. It does turn into a video game movie at the final fight. Yeah, honestly, right? you can have that one. You can honest, have that one. Honestly. But, Oh, you go. But they do they do the they do two things which I really like. The buddy cop venom dynamic between uh whoever the fuck voices Venom and Tom Hardy. It is Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. It's Tom Hardy. Okay. Do they get Tony Todd in the second one or something? No, I, I think it I think it's Venom both. It's just like... That's crazy. I because I, I could have sworn that it was he, Let me check. He, he genuinely does do a great Venom voice. So he's just talking to himself like a homeless man on the bus. But when he's talking to himself, he's doing a great job. Also, Indian, Indian Elon Musk like keeps quoting the Bible for some reason, and it's great. I love it. He's chewing the fuck out of the scenery. I wish he had uh, more scenes so he could get like full coked out Nicolas Cage with it, because... Once he gets the goop, he uh, he does become kind of boring. Well, okay, yeah. here's here's my problem I, with the movie, like at core. If I'm going to lay it out, it's that it's not 
schlocky and out there enough. I, I will actually agree with you. I it's will just like it's it's just it's it's I that okay. It's that like like it's like it's it's like all those elements you want out of like a schlocky, goofy B movie type thing with this premise, but diluted to homeopathic quantities so that it can still be a a a, a barely a a a, a, a PG thirteen blockbuster it's it's just I, the, edges, I, you know, the, I, the edges are all too sanded off spitting. for me to actually have that I, well much I, fun let with me it. i i want to i want to course correct a little I, i'm halfway with you on there i think the movie surrounding venom is that is boring generic kind of comic book movie sort of stuff everything that tom hardy and venom says does and acts and expresses in this movie is 100 percent that fucking corny Hope, like crazy fucking energy that you want from comic book movies in See, a that, post. That's the thing. I from. just I saw all of that. I, I mean, that stuff was 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 kind of fun, but it was just not enough for the rest of the movie it was put in. That's the thing. I'm I'm going to jump. Me. I'm gonna I'm going to defend the movie a little bit here, which is something I never do on the podcast and say. Uh, and before before we get into background details, I'm just going to say. Uh, all of the problems with this movie are Kevin Feige's fault. I think some of them it, might be about Avi Arad's because, fault. Yes, because they couldn't do Spider Man because he was at the MCU. They couldn't do anything connected to the Spider Universe. They were handicapped before the movie was even made because they had to compete with a product that wasn't playing fair, and so. You know, I'm I'm not going to defend the later uh the the later Sony verse movies because they look like dog shit. They don't even they're not they don't even look fun bad like Venom. Why the fuck are they making Craven the Hunter movie without Spider Man? You know, why the fuck are they making a a Morbius movie without Spider Man? I have a theory on that, and it's that they're hoping that if if enough of these side off um spin off villain movies get big enough, they can use those characters as bargaining chips to get leverage against Disney to get a bigger piece of the Spider-Man pie. You know Sony what? wants to put these movies in the MCU, by the way. Like, yeah, little- the, you know what? They should, they should be allowed to, I'm sorry. Like Sony does ha- objectively have a raw deal with, with the MCU. They are, they're getting fucked over. Uh, and, and it's mostly not even, not even like a like a corporate thing where they just signed a bad contract. They were basically pressured into it by like fan outcry, you know. Uh, oh yeah, that's... you could do it. You could do a solo Venom movie that would be great, but you would, I, I believe, if you wanted it to really, really be perfect, you would need now, the Spider-Man connection that they just they just couldn't do because Spider-Man was a twelve-year-old that like fucking I, you know didn't like play lego star wars all day or whatever Paul, the fuck. i want i want to yeah. say something i think that that is true that like obviously a venom with with this like tom hardy playing off of a spider-man would would be great and ideal i don't miss spider-man in this movie this movie has problems but this, not having spider-man in them is not one of them for me i, 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 I think miss the them. movie's problems come from it the function they're like the, like the purpose it's meant to serve as again as as a bargaining chip in in this kind of conflict uh, over like uh, 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 claims to an IP, but the the standalone like like the basic th- threadbare plot of this movie 
could totally work as a standalone Venom movie. If, th- if this came out in like, I don't know, 1998, 2002, if it was like Blade, then, then it could have been like awesome. But it's just so well, much of that potential's watered down because it's it's a movie for, for 2018. It's, it, it's hard to talk about this movie, both good and bad, without talking about the production and production history of this movie and going, because this movie is so affected by like, Everything that happened in between Amazing Spider-Man 2 and now. Because also, this is the start of the third cinematic universe you are watching for the podcast. Yes. This is like Morbius is canon with this. That Craven movie, that's going to be canon with this. Madam Web is going to be canon with this. This is yes. this is essentially the start of a we've, new We've never watched universe. any canon films for this podcast. Yeah, actually, that's true. Yeah, we... Well, once we get to Superman 4. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm giving that a... Did, did they... Did I forget. Um, did Canon go bankrupt before that movie came out? I thought it was, like, um, right after. Yeah, like... I think they went bankrupt because of whatever yeah. one had the, had, uh, had the computer... The black guy with the computer in it. That masters the universe. Well, I think they, they were like a house of cards, though, where they're just like always borrowing more money than they made to pour into bigger yeah. and bigger projects. So it's only a matter of time. Yeah. So I want to I want to give this movie some credit. Uh, I read the source material. It's actually a very a surprisingly decent adaptation of the first uh, the, the the Venom Lethal Protector miniseries, uh, which is really shocking. And I want to give this movie uh, some more credit, which is like if this was rated R, if this was if this was allowed to develop its characters a little bit more and just sort of build on what's there and not be as much of a, a direct competition to the MCU, uh, this would be a great movie. This would genuinely be like the probably okay, yeah, the like... second best movie we watch for the podcast. Yeah, you know what? Hold on. Well, you know what I wanted out of this movie. What? I want. I I want it. <laughs> you, you wanted I, I, I wanted it to, to be hornier. Andy Brock's ass. I wanted. Look it to forward be to two. Two is hornier. Uh, that's what. That's what I was told. So I. I actually watched this on a friend's t like 4K TV. They had like a digital copy, and it looked pretty good. Uh, it's. It's. Uh, uh, he he assured me that it was because of the 4K TV, but this was shot by Matthew Lepatique, who uh, is like Darren Aronofsky's go-to cinematographer. He shot Iron Man and uh, what was the direct competitor at the box office at that time, uh, A Star is Born. Is A Star is Born the movie I'm thinking it is? Is that... Lady Gaga, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, that gotcha. But um, oh, I thought, I, you, yeah, I thought I you were talking about this... a car is born, which I think was the uh, the Titan. original title for Titanic. Yeah, I was gonna... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, here's the thing: I can see, I can see the movie this could have been, and I like that movie, but I just I'm not gonna grade on a curve. Like I'm, tr- I, I don't. I don't think we should be grading on a curve for the movies we get I, now. I would like to say I am not grading this on a curve. Oh, I'm not I'm not grading on a curve. There was like a good 40 minutes of this movie that I liked. I mean, it's I, not the first 10 minutes I was like I was like like I like the first 10 minutes I was like okay, I could see this being all right, but it just like I said I enjoyed 
when it's what when Tom it's Hardy's not doing, Venom, just and nothing else worked for me. When it's and, not Venom on Venom action, I and, oh that I, was the worst. Goop, goop yeah, no. action I liked. No, Although but, I will say, I one thing I noticed was this movie does something that no other Marvel product does, where they will introduce a location, let the camera linger on a location, so that you, so that the 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 setting sticks in your brain, and then. Later, when it becomes an action set piece, said location is destroyed. Like they they do like the 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 Chekhov's gun, you know, where they. Uh, oh yeah, it's, it's even, called even having with the bad establishing shots yeah. in your movie yeah. in a coherent sense of space. Like, yeah. like it is a it is a bit better looking than your average Marvel movie. It doesn't have this quite the same. Your eyes glaze. Your your eyes slide off the screen. Horrible Marvel movie sheen. Um, no, actually. The the regular Venom is composited very well into the movie. It's a good yeah, design for Venom. I, I like he, the effects. I agree. He actually. feels like I all the other all the other goops look bad. Yeah, I uh, I, I would have liked to see more practical stuff. I I agree. Actually, what I liked about the car chase, even though it goes too long, is that it was a real car chase. Those were real explosions. Yeah, they used real cars. Uh, that um, was all of it. It speaks to my, my constant. My problem with a lot of these types of movies is the 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 fact that all the Venom stuff is CG combined with just kind of how powerful and sort of arbitrarily powerful the Venom as the symbiote suit is sucked a lot of the like sense of tension out of it. No, like oh Eddie, hey, oh Tom Hardy's getting thrown through the air and all this stuff's happening to him. It's like well the symbiote suit will just do whatever it does and he'll be fine. Uh, and it'll instantly I think, heal. I think them. they do a good job of establishing the limitations of the symbiote suit, where it doesn't work against fire, doesn't work against loud noises, which is but as well. Okay, it has his, his also, weaknesses. Yeah, yeah, they cool. have his weaknesses. They establish that he can only heal. Uh, that he can only heal if he's physically bonded, and that and that if he goes on for too long, it will it will kill uh, the host unless it needs to feed. Yeah, uh, and. One thing I like, even though uh, even though this is more of a carnage thing, is that they established that Venom is kind of a bitch-made symbiote. Yes. Uh, because the other symbiote guy can, like, do, like, symbiote swords and, like, fucking, like, bullets and shit with the symbiote. Well, he's he's just got all that, the like, powers of the guy from the game prototype. Like, which is, this movie well, is yeah, kind of basically just that. the game prototype. Yeah, that is Venom. <laughs> well, they, they stole, they that, stole that from Carnage. Yeah, they, they well, stole yes. that from specifically Carnage, because Carnage could do all that stuff in the 90s. And that's why he was stronger. Venom was a, kind of a bitch suit, where he could, like, only... Only do tendrils. I mean, all, all this stuff, all this stuff, plus the monster designs from Resident Evil Four, comes from a manga called Parasite. So, yeah, that's uh, such a good. I, I don't yeah, know. I think that I think Venom might predate Parasite. Yeah, Venom's eighty. Not, not Venom the character, but like the 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 goop blades and all that stuff. I mean, mm, that I was know, early nineties. That was that was. I got a T-shirt that's from nineteen ninety four. It could be possible that. It could be possible. This might be the first time ever on the show where Japan stole something from a comic, especially because that was a really popular Maximum Carnage in particular was so popular that it got a, a yeah, no, a SNES. I don't, I, I don't anything? actually know literally. I was, I was being a little um, bit until like, no, oh, yeah, you're good, you're good. <laughs> until like <laughs> the first the Avengers came out, Venom was more popular than every single major Avengers character, minus exactly. I, well, I do. Re- I mean, I was a little kid in the '90s. I was watching the '90s cartoon. I do remember, like, yeah, Venom was. Oh, Venom huge. was huge. Yeah, uh, Venom's a, a Todd McFarlane creation, isn't he? Uh 
kind of technically his in his very first appearance he's drawn by a different guy but it's in shadow for most of it uh all of the goop tendrils and stuff that was mostly todd mcfarlane is it, it's just a very uh, mcfarlane 90s early 90s yeah. looking design uh yeah venom i'd say todd mcfarlane had the most impact on venom's power set and then i think uh I forget who did the art for a lot of the later 90s Spider-Man. I, I know that Ron Lim was the guy who did the art for uh, Lethal Protector, which is the tr- the story arc that this is actually based off of and has the the Elon Musk guy in there too. Uh, but he's more of like a, he's more of like a Bill Gates slash like old school tech CEO, like prim and proper suit and tie and he doesn't get goop. He gets a he gets a robot. And you know what I I, I I thoroughly enjoyed about this movie. What's Eddie Brock Andy? starts this movie as a piece of shit, and then the ending kind of tricks you for a minute into thinking he has learned a lesson. He has not learned anything. In fact, he is doubling this, down on his piece of shitness. Yeah, this movie is the is the Lord forgive me. Uh, I'm about to go back to the old me, Bugs Bunny with the gun. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, this movie, this movie, if I can, if, if I I know this is like suddenly devolved into super autism power hour, but if, if the girl can interject for one, just one second. Uh, Also, first of all, just before I forget, I I'd like to imagine that like Jenny Slate is in this because she asked like Chris Evans when they were dating to like give her the Marvel hookup, but forgot to specify which Marvel. (laughs) Uh, Jenny Slate, who is who is from my hometown, um, she's not very she's not good in this. Uh, she needs to be. No, funny. actually, Jenny they, Slate is not I, I funny. I was really surprised looking at her IMDb photo, and I was like, oh, she's like really attractive. And then in this movie, they like they give her like the Miranda Sings outfit. <laughs> they did, um, but no, this movie shines when it's just Tom Hardy being a weird guy. Like the best scene in this movie. Yeah, for and he's, me, he's just all uh, strung out and dying from a parasite and the, like the, acting like he's on drugs. The uh, best scene is when he crashes his girlfriend's dinner with her new boyfriend and is just like eating other people's food and then hops into the lobster tank. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, I, I love that this movie. Funny. This is the first movie to establish uh, a, a very important sort of. Uh, character arc or character moment that I like in this portrayal of Venom, which is that like Venom basically got cucked. And yeah. He's like, a, he's like a family court warrior. He's like trying to get his girl back, but he just, he has, has zero game whatsoever, which is very funny. Cause he's lying to her constantly and kind of horrible for her. Michelle Williams is kind of bad in this movie in two ways. Her, her One, she's, bad. She is sleeping through this movie. Too, yeah. she looks bad as hell. Uh, they were just putting her. They must have had some leftover like Gwen Stacy costumes or something because she was yeah. just like she would just be wearing like school like a Hogwarts costume <laughs> for no goddamn reason. But she looked great. I can't lie. Uh, outside of the wig, and then when she gets the venom, ooh, when she gets yeah, the venom, yeah, I can, I kind of understood for that five seconds that she's got the symbiote. I was like, I can, I can sort of see where people are coming from with this. Um, 
If that that was when the that's when the movie spikes in horniness for that that for that moment. There's two sex scenes in this. There's two two sex scenes in this movie. Admittedly, it's just like you know we're making out and then we go yeah. on. But, but again, but like, I just I feel like everything Tom Hardy's doing is just wasted on a movie that doesn't really take it into account or respond to it. You yeah. know, it's like in a video game when you're like you're playing like, especially like a role-playing game or like a Deus Ex type thing. And you're kind of being really off the wall, but like the game and the characters in the world don't really respond to anything you do. And just, it just keeps ticking along. It's normal. I will, um, I, yeah. I, I, it's I, kind of what this movie feels like with, with Tom Hardy. I agree. It's, it's 5% too generic. And I get that yeah. they're trying to establish say like the 75% too generic. Nah, that's too much. I, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm going to give them some credit because they do have like international space flight. That's in this, in, in this like high tech San Francisco Bay, like the private rocket ship garage. Which is 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 a very comic booky kind of idea. By the um, way, would but... you guys like to know part of the reason why Venom, it, Tom Hardy is so much better than everything surrounding him in this movie? Why is that, yes. Andy? Because uh, when he was he was doing scenes uh, for this this movie, he would uh, go back to his ten year old son who would tell him, "No, Venom would say it like this." His ten-year-old son would be like, be, be, be bigger, be crazier, be meaner, do, do the I deeper like that. Voice. Is he, is he divorced? Is he please, please tell me that he's divorced and then like currently in family. No, nope, I don't know. Would... But have you seen Tom Hardy's MySpace pictures? I have. Yeah, they're so good. <laughs> Tom Hardy is Tom Hardy. Is Tom Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy. <laughs> nah, damn, damn, dude, he's married. Tom, I also want to ask. He, he plays such a good divorced guy in this movie. He it's does. Crazy. He does. Well, he he was he was, he, he, he was like, divorced from his. He's got. Yeah, he's, this is a second I, marriage, I so he's a married guy and a divorced guy. Oh but fuck! Yeah. Was, okay, so that's great because he could be a lover and a fighter. You know, he he was also giving me like drunk Boston guy energy like at points he reminded me of that, uh, that guy, the guys the guys like stumbling outside the tam like buzz fucking so, clothes fucking hilarious uh, this is how a guy from San Francisco you know he talks kind of like this you know it's that's that's because he he's 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 reacting to all the cuck particles in there you know he Everyone's been spitting their soy lattes on the ground, and it's been it's been getting into his DNA, and then then he gets the venom, and it, it it detoxes him, you know. And he's like, "All right, I'm back. I'm where I'm going. I'm going and getting like a like like d- diamond earrings and uh, and a Looney Tunes snapback hat, uh, and a, a, a triple yeah, no. XL jersey, jersey. Like, gangster I'm gonna start, bird yeah. with the earrings." I, yeah. and- the only I, television show he watches is ridiculous with Rob Dr- Dryden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I totally get why you guys are like like not as big as this as me, but like this is an insane performance that carries the whole like, yeah, no. Like look at him. Uh, genuinely, genuinely Okay, but Andy, here's Oscar worthy performance. Here's here's the one thing I I will partly use to dispute that fact. Tom Hardy doesn't get venomed until like 40 minutes into the movie. The pacing yeah. of this movie is atrocious. So like, yeah, yeah. And the, the, the yeah, editing and the, for this is bad. As much but, as the yes. basic premise of the plot is fine. The actual execution is terrible. Like the, the whole 
last like half of the movie it, it hinges on this arc of like Venom and Eddie coming to some kind of mutual understanding and Venom being like, you know, this kind of this kind of like realized empowering id thing that he that he needs to rein in and balance out and then venom deciding oh actually it's kind of like doing like spike and buffy this like you know i'm bad but i, I don't not destroy the world bad i want to live in and eat people in this world so i want to save it this and, and yeah none of it, it's like there's like one throwaway line where they climb on top of a building and the venom voice is like it's kind of pretty up here and then suddenly at the end of the movie he decides he wants to save the world it's it's just and and i i mean given the type of movie this is i'm not you know, asking for a ton. I'm not asking for like taxi driver level characterization, but there's nothing. It's it's just every everything in this movie just happens because the plot. It needs works, to and the reason why I, I think, can give I think it, a it pass. works because he's a bitch. Because Venom, yes, they because established, they're both they established fucking the losers. Venom, yeah, they're both you're, cocks. You're, you're, they're both you're, cocks, but like one of them is slightly less of a cock. So he's like, he's like, actually, uh, I, I need you, I need you to stop to stop watching my girlfriend get fucked and save the world or whatever but, that, but that, i need see i i want like more of that actually in the movie instead of having to read between the lines to find a movie worth watching in here that, that's <laughs> i don't I know I think, <laughs> but like i, think I don't that, know i think that venom you're you're, has, in, you're you're you're, you're inventing another movie like, that's happening off screen that makes this a better movie and i'm not going to extend it that level of benefit of the doubt <laughs> admittedly i would have liked like another scene with venom and riot talking where they they go into the fact that venom is just like a bitch made loser on his planet because it is a fantastic reveal and it works because it's like oh yeah he can't do the he can't do the conceptually i like it it's just i'm not i'm just i'm not sold on the execution but yeah i like that like you can't do the hand knives uh again i would have liked one more my my slime girlfriend left me for the bigger alpha slime i'm a beta slime but but Eddie, together we can be a Sigma slime man. I think I think that this movie is a rocky start, but I've seen the second one. The second one is amazing. I've I've heard people say like Nicole, you will enjoy Venom too. Sure, yeah, yeah. I've I haven't seen the second one, but so see, so I'm I'm watching this without any 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 uh, without a lot of other sentiments for other things framing it yeah that, and that's fine that, that 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 we need that we need that viewpoint you know especially because when you get transported back into 1994 with uh with venom 2 uh where it literally opens with them being like oh dude there's the the, the serial killers are so badass that california re- repealed the death penalty or whatever which is just like stupid bombastic 90s bullshit where they're like this guy's so bad the fucking government was like we got to kill this guy and <laughs> i mean they they tease they tease venom 2 at the very end of uh, uh they I think do I and screen. and woody harrelson is in an awful wig an awful wig does he wear that bag wig in the sequel no no, no they get rid of the wig so. they get rid of the but, wig well, oh that's sad i wanted them to keep that wig. They get, they get, okay okay if they were planning to bring in carnage for the sequel anyway that makes making this movie end with just a venom on slightly different venom fight even worse that is true like that, it should have been venom against like genius guy builds he he, he creates a, a sonic weapon and outfits his elite soldiers like just anything else just i i, I like I, asymmetric I combat it's more engaging anyway i agree um, but i get that it's like that the, the mcu does that shit all all the time 
And, and the MC, and, be, and the whole and point the MC, of the podcast no, I'm not, I'm is the MCU it. fucking sucks. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not cutting it any slack because of that. I'm just saying it was in response to that, and they did. I I agree with you. The Venom on Venom combat in this movie sucks ass. Uh it's not. It's, it's also it's, a waste yeah, of Riz. I mean, it's way worse than that motorcycle fight. It's it, it, it's it's again. It's it, it's pushing the limits the limits of the small budget that they had. Uh it's it's I'm getting rid of the lost. the best antagonist, which was just like this evil guy who makes people disappear. And I no, I said that I said who that exact also same probably thing. Probably Musk. Yeah, who is just. I said that exact same thing when I watched. Yeah, like if if this if this movie came out in like two thousand two, with an R rating, like and it was like a follow. And the like thing is, to Blade, it would have been like awesome, Sony, un- like till the movie got sent to theater to the MPAA was like maybe it'll be an R. We don't know. There was so much weird stuff in the production of this movie, and like all of the stuff surrounding it, it's insane. Yeah, uh, you, we should we should go over that. Yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. I meant to do my homework, now. and then I got distracted. So if you did let's, your homework, let's I'd really start appreciate from it. the beginning. The Amazing Spider-Man Two bombed. <laughs> that's that's where oh, we start. Oh yeah, because that that movie bombed, and then Sony got hacked. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna say something, Cole? Oh, hold no, on. Conspiracy. Uh, how do you feel about the idea that maybe Disney did the the Sony hack? I believe it. Yeah, uh, sure. I, sh- I, sh- I do want to point out uh, they had been attempting to do a Venom movie since like S- Spider-Man Two, or like they'd been trying to do one yes. for a while at least. But yeah. the part of the thing we, the main thing we learned uh, from the Sony email leak was that. Um, they wanted to do a big cinematic universe with Spider-Man in the, the Ultimate Universe, or in the Amazing Universe. Uh, they were going to do an Ant-May spy movie. They were going to do a Sinister Six movie. They were going to do all kinds. They were going to do a Venom movie. All kinds of crazy things. That uh, got, got canceled. Uh, uh, Sony makes the Marvel deal, where it's like, hey, we can, we can work on production with you. Uh, so you can have Spider-Man in the MCU, Civil War, and, and sorry, sorry uh, um, Andy, I I just hate to interrupt, but you've got some kind of fuzzy noise going. Oh, do I? Hold on. Or you did for a second there. Okay, sorry about that. Um. Anyway, like That's Tom Hardy and uh, like uh, like so, Amazing Spider-Man two bombs email hack. Uh, then Civil War and uh, Homecoming happen. And the the deals made, yada yada. You know, you talked about that on that episode. Stoney's new plan. Okay, we can't use Spider-Man technically outside, like in our live action stuff. So let's make a shared universe with Spider-Man villains, and maybe we might get to use the Spider-Man in it from the MCU, playing fast and loose. Andy, sorry, the 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 staticky noise is back. Yeah, I moved my my mic a little bit, so it's it's oh, farther okay. from the All PC. Right. Sorry, keep, keep, keep going. Um, but yeah, so so the new plan is again like a spite a shared, uh, vil- uh a shared Spider-Man universe with all of Spider-Man's villains. They're gonna make that, and Venom was the first uh real testing lock because of course it's Venom. It's the the crown jewel of this plan in that it's the only fucking character they have that can actually sustain a, a movie for general audiences that people are excited about. 
yeah, I don't I don't think there's any like other big Spider-Man villains anybody really gives a shit about um at that level. There are popular ones, but none that have their own comic line. Like none yeah. that that's that sell their own stuff. You couldn't stuff. do a Green Goblin solo thing, or you couldn't do, like, and someone's going to get mad at me and be like, um, actually, the Gold Goblin comic book series, and it's like, no Speaking of that. Spider-Man. 12, 12 people are reading that, tops, you know, they all live in, like, fucking, they all run Instagram fact trivia accounts as they use that <laughs> um, to, to make all their money. Anyway, th- like, and, and, so Ven- so Sony execs also in during the production are, are teasing a few things. One, is Venom going to be R? Maybe. Who knows? Two, is Venom going to be in part of the MCU? Maybe, like, there is a, a point where, like, Kevin Feige, and I think it's either Avi Arad or one of the other, like, Sony execs says, we think Venom could end up in the MCU, and Kevin Feige looks and goes, what? They, they are fuck. they are trying to get... You know what's m- crazy? What? Is that that worked? Because that uh, did, it, it did. Because they put him will. in No Way Home. Yeah, yeah I think a, they, yeah. in 2019, though, so the year after this movie came out, they did renegotiate. Yes, uh, because the Sony. Deal. I don't know the because details. this movie made a shit ton of money. Yeah. This little, movie, little, it's because Feige, Feige fears the woman samurai that is Amy Pascal, dude. Yes, she, I think it was Amy she Pascal. Threw, that said she that. threw a she threw a sandwich at his head. Next time, it's gonna be a gr- a hand grenade. Um, <laughs> can, I, can I throw out a number? Can I throw out some numbers? Because you yeah, said, you, cool. You said this was a lower budgeted movie. I mean, by lower budget, this cost a hundred to between a hundred and a hundred and sixteen million. This grossed worldwide. Eight hundred fifty-six million eighty-five thousand one hundred fifty-one dollars, yes. and out of that, That's... like nearly, like nearly six hundred and fifty million of that was like international revenue. I so, yeah, this say. screams like popular in India, in China. <laughs> this is movie. this is an Indian guy. Let let's go Indian guy movie. <laughs> like, it had a, a big opening weekend in the states too. Like this was a success. Yeah, this did well. Uh, the oh, other success they, they, yeah, but they smartly put it, uh, released it in I believe October. Yes, and uh, it's like yeah, no no movies come out then, but like there's you you know there's still definitely like room for a big hit. I want to back up a little bit also. So the marketing for this movie insanely terrible. Genuinely, this might be the worst representation of a big superhero movie of any of them in the past 10 years. Um, All of the trailers, like the trailers to this movie make it like, this is a horror movie. That's how they market this movie. It is a horror movie. Venom is a big, scary monster that eats people and is a big, like, you know, menace. Yeah, the ads definitely. I remember the ads giving a sense of like a, a harder edged movie yes. than it is. It's yes, a very goofy did. movie, and there's not a lot of really blood. Which, which probably backfired a little bit. Which probably backfired a little bit, but also, you know, they made they made bands. Yeah, they they made a couple bands by their. They local. did. They did. Yeah, this movie made made bands in spite of the marketing, not because of it. Yeah. Um, so I just want to say shout out to Amy Pascal. Uh, she's going to kill Kevin Feige one day, and I'm gonna I'm gonna defend her on the stand. And and the other thing also is is like I think I, I said this comparison when we were talking either on stream or something. 
um, earlier. This movie tricked Sony hard because they they looked at the success of this. Because because the thing is, you gotta keep in mind is like no one was expecting this to go. This also got I think a thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. This did not. Yeah, this, review, this 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 got critically panned. General audience reception from God was they like loved oh. it. Even that, it was like, even the cynics were like, love their goop. This is better than I thought it was going to be. Like, even the MCU guys who were like not a big fan were like, huh. Um, so that, so, so it tricked Sony. This was like Wiley Coyote painting the tunnel onto the, to the wall. Um, yeah, you can really, and, and, and that success and the success of Venom 2 sort of delayed it. And then when Morbius happened, they fucking hit, you know, face first. And it's like, they, they, oh, okay, you know these what? are... I didn't realize they'd fluked gonna, into something with, with Tom Hardy's... I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna actually interject a little bit. I, I, I actually, I would be very surprised if they thought this movie was going to be a hit. Considering, well, uh, this movie has... Yeah, it has a sequel tease at the end. Uh, they 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 do they use the end credit scene for what it's supposed to be for, which is uh, which is just setting up the the exact next movie that you're supposed to watch, and not setting up something that's going to happen when your kids are dead. Uh, <laughs> and they also end this movie with about 15 minutes of footage <laughs> from Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. Can I, which can I just also say, a movie that they thought was going to be. You know what that reminds I, me can of? I, can I also just say, this is technically a 93-minute movie with 15 minutes of end credits and, again, an entire scene from Spider-Verse to push it towards two hours because it's unfathomable to release something like under like a tight 90 as a blockbuster. I wonder like, if that's an infection of a video game logic where people are looking um, at their runtime and going, I'm spending so much money on a movie ticket. I want so many minutes per dollar well, hold of on. entertainment. 75 minutes is the required minimum for, uh, to be a theatrically. Liable. Yeah. 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 Um, no, if, but, if they yeah. think like customers are like, they, they want as much movie for their ticket as possible. But no, what, what I was going to say it's is just because is, they don't have 90 minute movies. Anymore. They put, like they put, at the end of, of the, the, the trailer for this, or uh, at the end of Amazing Spider-Man 2, they put a trailer for Days of Future Past, not an Amazing Spider-Man thing on top of that, because they were... that like I think you're right. They weren't expecting this to be a big hit. What I am saying is Sony took all of the wrong lessons from this being a big hit by the time Morbius came around. It's Morbin time. Well, st studios almost never know why their movies are successful. I think executive guys. They're still they're still kind of kind of outweighed, which sort of further proves that Feige is just a moron because he keeps getting pl outplayed by Amy fucking Pascal and Avi Arad, yeah, and Avi Arad, yeah, like they no no to the point, no idiots. to the point yeah. where to the point where allegedly allegedly they are already trying to figure out how to get Spider-Verse into the MCU because it has been making so much goddamn money that they are legitimately astounded. Well, that's just funny how this goes. Like the, these things that are nominally independent of the MCU, their goal is to be absorbed into it. To, 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 I don't just even trying think to find. Well, I think Sony wants... Maybe not now. Maybe if the MCU keeps getting L's, they'll change their mind. But it seemed like they were... 
they were angling, they're angling to be, join the MCU, but join it. It's like joining, it's like Britain joining the EU or something. They're trying to join it on like what they see as the most favorable possible terms. I agree. I think that they're trying to do that for their live action stuff because they keep sort of trying to make it canon. I think that with the animated stuff, they're trying, they, they legitimately outplayed Feige and then Feige is yeah, now Yeah, this like, is a Feige should, reaction. Yeah, it is. It, it. I think that. I think that with what you're seeing with Spider Verse, because it's something that they have absolutely no control of whatsoever, uh, to the point where they've even kind of stopped talking about the uh, the Disney Plus animated Spider Man cartoon that they were they announced like four years ago. Oh my god! Uh, you're or right. two years ago, uh, they've just kind of stopped talking about it, and allegedly it's 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 being reworked uh, to sort of be mcu agnostic because they're just so afraid in fact uh again allegedly uh they have attempted to insert tom holland into the spider-verse movies so that they can theoretically have a profit sharing on one of the spider-verse sequels he's not oh. in two <laughs> Course. Yeah, they're lit- they're literally trying to they're literally trying to get Sony back. Yeah, no, the the, the 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 fucking ta- you know we got the fucking Uno Reverso the, themselves by accident. Sony did not plan for this to happen. They stumbled into Spider Verse. No, yeah, Sony Sony yeah. thought the Spider Verse was going to be a flop. Yeah, it's, and it's it's funny because this is all like the people at the top level thinking they're playing 4D chess when actually they're just playing checkers badly. And and checkers with with billions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. Well, can can I ask you a question? Outside what? of Spider Verse and Venom, has Sony had big hits in the past five years? I don't even know what their movie output is. So yeah, I have no, no idea. Like I kind of know what Universal, Paramount, Warner Brothers did. Like Sony, it's don't like they, no, they have they have James Bond. I mean, that's their... I guess, yeah. But they have. When was the last time they made a Bond? But, like, yeah, but when was the last? I mean, Father I don't know Stu. when the last Bond. Sony yeah, had Father like Stu year. and the Uncharted Father movie. Stu. <laughs> oh, the fucking Mark Wahlberg. Um, Those uh, are both Mark Wahlberg episodes. Movies. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, they do okay. They do, uh, they do like, they're, they're mostly doing like bad movies that come out in off years or off months and makes profit. Oh, yeah, they did do that. I forgot that. Like, they're doing, they're doing, they're doing like John Wick ripoff movies like Bullet Train and like The Equalizer and stuff that probably genuinely make money. They also did that No Hard Feelings movie that is apparently just going to do like a shitload of money for it. For a comedy, they did the Pope's Exorcist. Uh, they did the Adam Driver '65. There was kind of a sense before Spider Verse and Venom that like Sony could end up being the next Fox, and then by accident in 2018, hey, suddenly they just saved themselves by complete fucking accident. Yeah, it's because no, God I do hates wonder Kevin if, Feige. if like on the flip side, uh. Disney is like angling to annex Sony at some point, or at least annex all their IP. I don't think I don't think they can. I, yeah, they've I tried. They, they tried. In I literally they don't lost. think they can because no, I'm, Disney, I'm not saying they could. Sony, I just wonder if yeah. that's if that's like their if their idea was like if they oh yeah if if, if they could just sort of gradually like whittle Sony down and then absorb them because their goal especially I think because every, right after right after the Fox buyout happened, that was like the height of the MCU's profitability. Yes. You, know, you had yeah. like 
you had like Infinity War coming out. So I think that they were genuinely aiming for annexing Sony. But uh, I mean, they have the PlayStation, which like probably makes more money than God. And, oh yeah, that's uh, right. Spider Man 2018 also came out this year. They Same have, year. They have Spider Man 2018. They have like you know the the PS5 <laughs> little thing you might heard of. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They, they wouldn't absorb the. I, I guess when I say Sony, I mean Sony Pictures, not yeah, and, and the whole. Yeah. Because you know, they're saying, also like making TVs and shit. None of the it. Sony departments have anything to like. There is no collaboration whatsoever. PlayStation is like headquartered mostly in Europe. It is a different thing. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think the big Japanese companies are all like their international divisions are like very they're the affiliation quite loose. I remember in the nineties, like Sega of America and Sega of Japan were like always at crossroads. Uh, uh, well, that's uh, a very different thing. That's a, we're yeah, so stupid. We fucking destroyed it, our own brand, but that's, yeah. that's the whole other thing. But I think um, I get the sense. Yeah. Those, the, 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 the big Japanese companies, their, their international divisions and, and the multimedia, it's the, the stuff that they basically bought wholesale is very autonomous and there's not a lot. Yeah, I think they could I think they could genuinely bully Sony, could have bullied Sony into giving them their pictures department. It's never happening now. Yeah, no, they like it's 2018 safe happening. Um, not only 2018, I just I don't think Marvel can buy or Disney can buy another company because I don't want to segue away from the episode too much, but oh uh, yeah, a recent interview in Forbes came out showing that like kind of what i've speculated all along that like this whole thing is just like a paper tiger where they are barely eking out profits on all Doctor Strange's movies. real budget was uh about 700 million and that movie only made about 900 million. No, it was it was where it was it was, it was not going? no that it, it's worded it's worded differently so you have to remember they only get 50% of the actual box office proceeds yeah. so the, so and if, even less so in Doctor China. Str- yeah, so Doctor Strange makes uh, about one point one billion. It's only getting at most six hundred million back. The movie cost four hundred and fifty dollars to make. They got about an eighty dollar, eighty million dollar tax rebate. But after the marketing budget, which was about a hundred million, the movie only made about a hundred and eighty million dollars, which is embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. And well, here, apparently, a... this is true of almost all of their productions of that size. Well, here's here's the thing, though, is I don't. Now, I'm not saying they don't need to make money in practice, but like the ideology, the the mindset that they're operating, at least maybe until recently, was that you don't really need to make a lot of money at the box office because the point of these movies is to just continually build and expand the brand. And the brand is uh, a value unto itself that in turn sells merchandise and products and and push out. Because, you know, the goal is like to become a monopoly um, at some point. I think you're right, but... I also but it think that actually because that is why they bought the tech company a, mindset, right? Yeah, I think that, that I think that, actually I think that, that that mindset exists, but also I think that in in the in the secret Disney shadowy offices they have a they have an evil graph uh, and an the, evil graph, the, <laughs> yeah. an evil graph, and there's a line on the graph of like ma- minimum like profitability, and once that once that once it goes under the minimum profitability line. They just fucking scrap everything. Because if you remember, if you remember, 
Star Wars. They just killed like 20 of their film because of two bad movies in a row. And not even two that, no, they weren't even that bad. The Last Jedi made some money. Rise of Skywalker was a bomb, but that was, you know. You're forgetting Solo. Oh, yeah. Solo was also a bomb. So they had two genuine bombs. And admittedly, they were on a different production schedule. So I think that the the MCU's bar of, of profitability is probably a little bit uh, a little bit different. Uh, but I think at the Disney offices, eventually, what's going to happen is... And I, I think it's going to happen in like a year or two. Once you have like five or six MCU bombs in a row especially once you're factoring in the television shows which don't genuinely which genuinely usually lose them money because these aren't yeah, getting st- streaming on streaming shows don't really make money unless they drive new subscribers exactly um, exactly and they're not they're they're releasing them too high so i think what's going to happen in like a year or two is it's 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 going to look like fucking Jonestown uh, at the at the MCU it, slate. It might. Well, that's where, here's the thing is where they're just going to disappear hundreds of movies that they announced. Like you think that you think that we're getting an X-Men movie in like 2031? No, nah, that's not happening. They already killed the director. They they sent him off to fucking Guantanamo Bay. They're putting fish hooks <laughs> in his ass. And know? they bought Fox too. They fucking yeah. bought yeah. and they're well, not getting They bought here, Fox. I want to talk huge about Albatross. I want to talk about money a little bit. Um, yeah. So the, the, one of the funny things about intellectual property is, uh, and I mean, I guess it's kind of true of like real estate and everything too, to to a slightly lesser degree, but intellectual property in particular is one of those funny things where you can just kind of arbitrarily decide what it's worth, right? You can say we have X-Men and Aliens and Predator and Star Wars, blah, 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 blah as intellectual property, put that on your balance sheet as an asset um, and say, look, our company is worth this much because we own the rights to these brands. And we can just say, well, this brand's really popular, so it's worth $10 billion or or whatever. Um, And the more shit you can put on your balance sheet as an asset, the more you can say your company's worth, the the more you can push up stock prices, which is, you know, the whole point of every company on earth is to increase its stock value because that's more on paper wealth for shareholders. Um, and that's part of, I think this drive to just like, like dump stuff on streaming and everything is the idea is like clicks and attention and the perception of mind share for our intellectual property is inherently monetarily valuable, even if it doesn't actually generate an actual think, like discernible revenue. And again, like we're seeing like right. that model is hitting its limit because at some point you need to actually have money to pay off because it's okay. So, so you have all these assets, you can claim you have all this nominal value and like a house has value equity that you can borrow against, get a second mortgage or whatever you can borrow against these assets. You can say our company has these assets. It's worth so much. It could hypothetically make all this money off them. Therefore we can borrow billions of dollars to do things like buy Fox, buy Lucasfilm. Um, and the thing about having all that debt is that at a certain point, if all of that revenue you claimed you'd get doesn't at some point eventually materialize, you're left with all this debt that you have to at some point pay back. And that's when everything starts falling in on itself is when you aren't get when you can't postpone paying paying off uh, your uh, your liabilities anymore. That's that's partially true. But the thing is, 
theoretically pre-COVID, Disney could keep money heading forever as long as the MCU. However, recently, in the past like year, the in the Federal Reserve uh increased like interest rates from like that a record of like almost nothing to like 0.05% and to like to squeeze labor. But what that's really doing is hurting companies that are that are invested mostly on like relying on just generating value companies, rather than actual profit. Yeah, companies that generate all of their growth by borrowing huge sums of money to buy other companies, uh, which Disney has been doing. Um and or, or companies that run on debt because they like Uber or something that that they 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 run on or debt Netflix. and venture capital because they think someday they'll become a monopoly that will s- generate enough profit to justify all that. And you at some point it's like you mentioned Wiley Coyote uh, earlier. You know when Wiley Coyote runs off the cliff but he doesn't fall until he looks down. Yeah, this is it. That's kind of how starting that to works, look down. Right? And it can take it take like 10, 20 years before Wiley Coyote I, looks I, down I think, in this I analogy. I think it's going to be a lot sooner than that. Yes. Well, 10, 20 years starting 10, 20 years ago. Um, like That's I think true. we're hitting that inflection point and um, so and interest I'm, rates going up are, are, are uh, both a catalyst of and response uh, to it. Yeah. So, which is which is also going to happen to this podcast, and I'm going to in the in the dark future of 2025. <laughs> uh, hey, I don't be, be jinxing uh, us like that. I will be um, torturing. I will be torturing I, Nicole and Stu. Cole, do you have like a quota that, like, once the MCU hits like a highest enough like percentage of cancellated stuff, that you will be hosting the "I Was Right" episode? Is that like um? That, that yeah, I think I think that's the, I I, well, I, I, well, I think I think I'll it's an I know it when I see it kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I, I also is, is wanna... a dumb standard, but uh, yeah, I'm more, I'm more looking forward to to the the torturing Nicole and Stu with the comics I've read. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I figured. Well, here's the thing. Here's here's my vision um, for the podcast. If the MCU implodes or when is we maybe take the marvelous part out of the name and then we just start talking about the other the, whatever new shitty thing replaces the MCU so like oh yeah the mattel cinematic universe uh that's, the, that's the what's Smash the illumination Nintendo Zelda. cinematic hey this universe. is our that's, venom episode um, guys we are way off topic at this point <laughs> okay <laughs> i have a way three flag cuz barbie ain't even out yet wait hold your tongue until and until i, I have a, out. i have a thing that's relevant uh to talk about well, I, I, I kind of wanted to... This is a quick thing. Okay, because I do want to try to force you guys to read some fan fiction. Uh, so Venom 3 has started production mid-strike. Like, oh, Venom 3 is oh being... Oh, God. I, I pretend I do that not bodes see well. it. I'm going to... Uh, to, be, is, to be fair, that could be anything from, like, location We don't know how far the script is. Just, like... Just like a bunch of like accountants in a dark room being like, here's how many millions of dollars we're gonna say we spent on this movie. Because I've I've looked I I uh filming is now underway in Spain. Mm. Mm. Before moving to England. Yeah, that's that, a lot of productions have been in the uh doing that where they just go to different countries so that they oh. uh, they don't have to to do that. I, but, I, I'm know, kind of imagining I don't that- see it. That Venom Three has the same energy as Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen, another another movie that was mainly written during a writer strike. So we'll see how yeah. that goes. Let's uh, 
a worse written Venom movie than the one can, we just Can watched. we read some fan oh, yeah. Terrifying to think Sure, about. sure. Nicole's going to yeah. read us some fan... Nicole's going to well, serenade us with some fan well, fiction. The, the thing where we haven't touched upon nearly enough in the cases of Venom is like very similar to like Winter Soldier or any of those other movies where it has content in it that really lends itself to like slash fanfic people really well like this is a very this is essentially a movie about about tom holland having like a a, a gay guy up his ass yes things um, and jerking him off is, did you say tom, tom holland yeah you no, said, said tom, tom holland i said tom hardy you said Tom Hardy. I said, fuck you guys. Okay, well, Miguel, can you edit it to make it sound like I said Tom Hardy? Thank you. No. That's cheating. So this this is another movie that, like Winter Soldier, launched a million fanfics. Uh, so because, because I had and, the force And to fight, be fair, unlike, unlike Winter Soldier, this movie uh, doesn't shy away from... from uh, from the queer analysis, because in the sequel, Venom just goes to a gay gay bar. Well, in this uh, movie, yeah. Venom fucking like the makeout scene where Venom then goes oh, yeah. down his Brock's throat, which is amazing. Uh I could maybe. be gayer, but um, it's so there. You know I'm you gonna. Can't say it's not there. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the everyone I in the in our group chat. Click on the the first link for incubator. Let's oh all boy. let's all roundtable uh, this. Is this a, a, okay? I should I should say we are oh, already only like at five an hour. paragraphs long. What the hell? Okay, where okay. Wh- which which? No, this is like this five, oh, oh, it's in, in, in our fine. chat. No, just this and then and then we can end the episode with like watch something else. But <laughs> let's see let's see yeah, how long should, you guys last. Title we should title this Venom or the Off Topic Money episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I mean the whole movie exists for the reasons like we 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 got into the stuff that is like really the reason the movie exists and what it was made in response to. Yeah, so now we're this is this is this is Nicole this is Nicole's contribution to the episode. I hate that. okay. I'm gonna do a content warning. I'm gonna yeah, do a content, content, warning. content warnings. Go, go in raw, audience. I'm gonna do a content warning because old people watch this show. <laughs> Shout out to Jim. Hi, Jim. I'm gonna do a content warning because so if you are an old person or anyone that doesn't want to hear Nicole talk about a, a man having gay sex with goop, <laughs> turn no. end the end the podcast now. Or there will be hopefully a timestamp in the description you could skip to. Or there will be a timestamp in the description. There will be no timestamp in the description. My watch something else. Uh, My my uh, watch something else is the 2018 movie Upgrade, uh, which is a movie that was made kind of in response to this movie and is a pretty cool cyberpunk movie about a guy with an AI in his head. I think, anyways, yeah. Just to get it out of the way before we, before I make you guys like hate me for the rest of my life, uh, I, I would say if you're looking for something like funny bad, uh, watch the fanatic with John Travolta. Oh yeah, great movie. Uh, but I think I'm, I think Stu, you're also going to suggest this. Watch the Blob eighty eight. Fucking awesome. Great fucking movie. That's that that's 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 a that's a nasty, shocking, funny, great. Is there any reason movie. to watch the the fifties one? Uh, no. Really. 
Okay. Um, and I was going to say, uh, you know, a- another somewhat goopy movie with things parasitizing people and set in San Francisco, which I, I wonder if this was set in San Francisco is like a, a bad homage. Uh, watch uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers 78. No, it's set in San Francisco because the comic it's based off of is set in San Francisco. Uh, okay. Oh, I thought it was based in San Francisco because it's gay. No, I'm no. Literally, the venom, venom in the nine, venom in the nineties became like the Spider-Man of San Francisco. He became like Spider-Man West Coast. I don't know how much of this we're gonna have I, to start doing I, source material. I, I, I want to read. I am going to start. I'll, let me start by reading just the summary. Let me let me get you in on that. Yeah, let's read. No, well, well, first, well, yeah, who so wants it's, it's to redundant. read? Well, the summary is just like I think the first line of of this fan fiction. So, so Andy, do you want Andy? Do you want to read Andy? Do you want to read the additional tags? Egg prey, M. Egg. M-Pregs. Oh, what, like the video for Stomach bulge. <laughs> Birth <laughs> denial. And last but not least, urethral thing. I, sh- I just want to say, nobody, because multiple people have asked, do we make Nicole be horny for the show? Because no. we're going to have a horny no. girl. Good Lord. Nicole, Nicole fucking picked this shit out. I... I was sitting here, I was sitting here fucking eating my hot Cheetos, uh, fucking I did this willingly. Uh, reading British comics from like 1947, and uh, and I just see a message from Discord that says, I got some fan fictions we can read on the show. Um, okay, so before we start, I think we should like, do we want to just popcorn paragraph, paragraph, or does someone specifically, they're, they're, they got italics for, for Ben's voice. I'm, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. I'm going to burn through this. It's short. I read too much already, so I'll let I'm you know. I might join in on the second one, but I'll let I'm you know. I'm one. making this happen. I haven't read this yet, so I'm going to be going in basically blind. All right. I'm thinking about ways to kill myself. <clears throat> Eddie is a sweating mess, panting wildly, each footstep a monumental effort as he struggles to return to his apartment. People look at him wide-eyed as they hurry past. His stomach is straining hugely against his normally loose hoodie, and he's quite certain the only thing keeping the eggs within his body is venom plugging his ass, forcing him wider than he'd ever thought possible. He shakes with each contraction, biting his lip as he struggles to hold in his whines of pain. I hate you! Eddie finally bites out as he leans heavily against the bricks of the building. Oh, Eddie, we both know you don't mean that. Just look how hard you are. I would just like... When Venom curls around his cock and balls, pushing into his urethra, Eddie jumps and hisses as the eggs within him all jostle against each other. Venom begins fucking him then, quite literally shoving himself deeper and deeper into Eddie's cock and ass before he pulls out and repeats the process again and again. Eddie doesn't remember the trip back to the apartment, only comes back to himself when he's sprawled on his bed, Venom holding him in a reclining position, his legs spread wide, exposing him. It takes him a moment to notice the tripod and the camera aimed straight at him, but when he does, he struggles. No, please, you can't film this. Is it not normal human practice to document the birth of their offspring? Not like this, Eddie yelps. His world tilts with Venom. His world tilts with... What? Oh, there's a, just, just a typo. Uh, <laughs> His world tilts when Venom pulls his 
pulls out of his ass suddenly, and he feels like he's about to turn inside out, his body trying to follow. The eggs shift, and Eddie can't help but strain, trying to push it out. He feels himself spread wider and wider, and he sobs at the sudden spike of pain, certain that something tears as the thickest part of the egg slips free. Except the egg doesn't bulge, venom blocking its progress, preventing it from exiting his body completely. Eddie sobs again as he feels the egg being pushed back into him, the other egg so eager to exit his body, being forced back into him. The egg is wedged against his prostate, and Eddie has never needed to come so badly in his life. But Venom is preventing it somehow, holding him writhing at the precipice, but refusing to let him fall. You're so beautiful like this, Eddie. So full of my young, already teaching them to fight. Venom suddenly leaves Eddie's ass alone, and the three eggs pop out in quick succession. It's both the best and most fucked up thing Eddie's ever felt in his life. He thinks it is a finally a reprieve, but Venom wastes no time in pressing egg after egg back into Eddie's gaping hole. Eyes clenched shut, fingers knotted in his sheets. Eddie can't help the high-pitched whines that escape him. Please let them out, Eddie begs. No, Eddie, it's too soon for that. Maybe in a month or two they'll be ready. Moaning in denial, reality fades away from Eddie as Venom begins to fuck him, slipping around the eggs and causing his belly to bulge larger and large. <laughs> I couldn't have asked for a better incubator. The end. Do I have read a lot of depraved shit on AO3. You did that. Like bravo. Bravo. I, I did you used to do fully... line reads for the This Troper YouTube series you many years ago. What a professional. I am impressed. <laughs> All right. Cole, you didn't leave. Please tell me you didn't Cole apparently leave. has put a gun in, in a gun in their mouth. <laughs> Don't worry. Check the group chat. Check the group Let's look chat. at the kudos. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not applauding. 968 guests left kudos in addition to the <laughs> people who wanted you to know that they liked this fanfic. Yeah, uh, including Smut for Fun. Uh, pastel dandelions, consciousness pending, uh, floppy frog 29, sidereal crux, uh, Bella Swan deserved better. <laughs> Adjectives don't exist and can't not live without cats. Uh, man, how can you not proofread this when it's I'm only half a page their, long? I'm looking through their profile. Uh, Hero Lova also has a. Uh, from 2011 has a fan fiction in which uh, Vin Diesel and Paul Walker's character from Fast and Furious Emeralds and Rubies oh my god this is so fucking hot all I ever want from Venom fic is Venom filling enemy Eddie full of eggs and babies and you sure delivered parentheses no pun intended I love this so much I'm going to save it to my phone I can read it whenever I'm feeling down. <laughs> this is absolutely perfect. Thank you so much. I like the oh my god, so this is so fucking hot. It's just all in caps too. Like, <laughs> check the group chat if you oh. Wait, they linked another Oh here here Evil Nineteen says Venon Quermanter Eddie Gorda I don't know what that means. Yeah, I am really sorry. The fireworks are getting bad yeah. now, and I there's not nothing. I'm really sorry. G <laughs> <laughs> uh, commented, "My life is forever changed. I'll never be the same after this. Neither will Eddie's hole." Are we still recording? Yes. Oh yeah.
Okay, I don't. Like, I, there's just not that much to the Venom movie, all right. <laughs> I, I think that's I think that's enough. I think we can we can call it an episode. Uh, thank you, everybody, so much for listening for supporting the show. Oh, we've got some new uh, Nicole. You want to shout out our new patrons? Yeah. So um, not only uh, did we just drop the latest uh, Patreon raffle 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 episode on V for Vendetta. Listen to that now if you're a patron. Um, but me and Cole officially recorded the first episode of Nicole on Cole on Ken Russell's The Devils last night. Um, and Miguel, good luck editing that together because I fucked up with Craigbot. And so you're going to be looking at like a three hour <laughs> recording or something crazy like that. Um, but yeah, no. So look forward to that. Um and we officially, we we officially, we definitely officially like passed a hundred over a hundred dollars per month like a couple weeks ago. I think we're now at like, uh, like at oh, yeah, like the, the dough is rolling in, guys. You're uh, so thank you guys. You're, you're genuinely making our thank lives noticeably better, uh, and we really, it, it's it really appreciate it. Like truly. Uh, well, let me let me just name. I'm I'm just gonna name our our last month's worth of of new patrons. So thank you to Vince, uh, Jorge Montoya, Malek Douglas, Omer Tunagar, Dalton Neal, the Jewish Napoleon, Andrew Bolduc, and Miles Thomas. Uh, so I I have things to plug. Uh, first off, uh, follow uh, if you're not uh, the I believe Discourse Stew uh, Twitch account. I'm on that sometime. They're streaming Resident Evil One, going a lot of fun. Yeah, we're 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 playing Re- Resident Evil One, uh, so you get to watch me react in real time. Remake, uh, just for for context. Uh, uh, and then uh, on on usually Fridays, that's how it ends up working. Uh, I am streaming uh, Thief One with uh, at uh, Discourse Stew on the the podcast. Um, just wanted to let you know. Uh, on twitch.tv slash kaiju. And if you want uh, uh, more horrible fetish readings along with a lot more other content, you can go to patreon.com slash tgofv for uh, other things. Um, That's right. Listen to those good old-fashioned values. Including, I believe, on the $5 tier, uh, which I think you can get on, on your patron as well, the uh, Spencer and Cole's new podcast. Oh, Very one good. more thing. Uh, all of us but Stu were on Blue Sky. Yeah. So follow no, us there. Sky. Oh, you're on Blue Sky? I didn't know. Stu Sky. Okay. Stu Sky. I was on. Uh, yeah, Stu's on Blue Sky. We're all on Blue Sky officially. I'm about to be banned from Blue Sky. Oh, yeah. And it's my, uh, by the time this, this goes up, it won't be my birthday, but let's just, my birthday is the 13th of July. So please tell, uh, yeah, this will be out, but uh, please be nice to me. Don't tell me I've hit the fucking wall and that uh, I'm going to dry up, you old coont. Uh, just just send me a, a nice happy birthday. All right. Well, that's uh, that's our show, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. Uh, we will see you again soon. I will probably be back at some point. No idea when. You're never um, coming back. If If we make it through the next week alive, we will see you again. I think we're doing Ready Player One. Oh. <laughs> All right, but that is then, and this is now. Uh, good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Oh fuck! Here come the fireworks. Like, but yeah, I.
I want to. I want to. Oh right, it's July Fourth. I know. I want to give this movie some credit. Uh, oh god! Nicole's getting Nicole's Why house. Why do you have a window out. open? Like that's. Well, it's hot. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Girl, I must warn you. I sense something strange in my mind. Yo, situation is.